what's up? It's Dinner Road Shows, episode 20, does that say 8? Yeah, 28. 28? Yeah, okay, cool. It's Bill and Ian. Um, can we can we get weird? Is that is that is that allowed? Can we get weird? Um, it, like as if we're just starting to get weird now. Yeah, I know, but like we're, I feel like we're gonna get really weird, you know? Sure. Um, cause cause this is, we we might be experiencing like uh, Nyquil Bill at this moment. Um, oh. So, <laughs> I am I am uh, I am not feeling the best but we're gonna keep trucking along because i've pushed off recording for like i don't know four days or something i don't even know what it's it's only been two days but has it really it feels like yeah. it feels like it's been like a week um <laughs> but yeah because i'm slowly getting better um but yeah so we're gonna be pushing through because uh, we got a lot of stuff here that i really want to get into um but it might get weird so i just want i just want people to be uh prepared for that um, so yeah, uh, I, I, so we have a dead wrong here, um, but this might be the first case of a dead right. Mm-hmm. Um, so I prepared something for that in the case of it being a dead right, I guess. Is it possible this story is true? Yes, it is. You're right. It's fact. Yes. Yes. A similar event did take place. You're right. You were right. Our research found a published report of a similar story. Yes, it was. A similar story happened to a young man in the Pacific Northwest about 20 years ago. Okay. That's really good. Good job with that one. <laughs> uh, so last week, we uh, there was the TikTok about the Smash Mouth, Smash Mouth going crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so he's he's leaving the band um, for his mental and physical well-being. Um, and there was the claim that Smash Mouth gave 250,000 people COVID. Yes, which and made I, us pause. Yeah, because that, that's a lot of people. And so mm-hmm. I just did a quick I did a Google search for Smash Mouth gave 250,000 people COVID. And so uh, the first result was this article from Uproxx. Um, and the headline here is the motorcycle rally where Smash Mouth played COVID reportedly led to a large portion of the U.S. COVID cases. <laughs> um, and I did hear about this motorcycle rally. It was the Sturgis thing um, mm-hmm. in South Dakota. And this is last year. This is September of last year. Because um, there was 450,000 attendees at the rally. And so... Uh, this was a super spreader that led to 260,000 new cases of COVID-19 at the time. Wow. So more than half of the people in attendance. Yes. Um, and Smash Mouth played the rally and, uh, at the rally shouted, fuck this COVID shit on stage. Okay. (laughs) So, (laughs) uh, yeah. COVID didn't like that. Yeah, no. COVID, COVID. COVID really didn't like that. They they took it out on on the audience. Yeah, COVID was like, all right, let me see what I could do. Uh, watch this. Um, so yeah, so the claim was true. Yeah, there's legitimacy there. Um, unfortunately. Yeah. So Smash Mouth did in fact give two hundred fifty thousand people COVID. Um, although maybe this is a dead wrong also because uh, I did. 
I did title the last week's episode Smash Mouth Steve Gave Me COVID, um, <laughs> which um, I don't know if putting COVID in the title is also good for uh, traction either in the same vein as uh, Kevin Spacey. I guess we'll find out. Yeah. So the numbers will play out, I suppose. What, what we need, what we need is an audio super spreader is I guess what I'm saying. Oh, there um, we go. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, anyway, um, moving on to our horror harvest, I guess this will be our final one because we, well, uh, ran out of time, I suppose. We, we, we did, um, cause this is the final October episode. Um, yeah. however, however, I did just learn that the Palm door winner, um, Titan, I, I hope I'm pronouncing, if I'm not pronouncing that right, I'm, I'm an idiot, but the uh you know wicked twisted horror film that won the top prize it can just came out on on vod mm. so i mean i don't know if we want to talk about that next week yeah so the thing is that like this was originally a podcast that was predicated on it being uh <laughs> somewhat horror news uh that was like almost the original concept for it. So, um, it's not like that we're going to ignore, uh, horror content suddenly. Right. Now right. that Halloween passed. Um, so yeah, it, it would not be out of place. I've, I okay. feel, um, so yeah. Yeah. Cause that one, that one's a big deal. Um, I've been hearing about that one for, since it, since it, uh, since the festival. Mm-hmm in the summer. So really looking forward to, to seeing that. Apparently a woman is like a serial killer, I think. And then also she like falls in love with a, a car. Um, sure. So a lot going on, it seems in that one. It's the sequel to cars that, uh, Disney was too afraid to make. Mm hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You had to leave that one to the French. Uh huh. Of course. Of course. Um, but yeah, so for this this final uh, horror harvest, as we're calling it, uh, the host from Bong Joon Ho, um, famously the director of Parasite, from I guess a couple years ago now. Mm hmm. Um, also a Palm Door winner. Yeah, yeah. So what what do you think of this one? Or actually, do you want to give the um, sort of synopsis? Yeah, so the brief overview is um, this, this is a Korean film and it takes place in Korea, um, either like on or adjacent to an American military base. It wasn't completely clear, mm -hmm. um, but there are like lots of Americans around. Um, and uh, th there's a there's a family, uh, a dad, grandfather and uh, the, the kids, uh, the, the dad's child. Um, and they sort of work and run uh, a snacks shop um, on this riverside area, like this sort of park. Um, the dad's kind of schlubby or whatever. He's kind of a screw up. He's always falling asleep. Um, and one day there, uh, th this area like is uh, attacked by a, a giant fish sea monster. Um, or I guess I skipped the the the, the preamble. The, um, yeah, there's a 
the U.S. Uh, military um, discards a bunch of toxic chemicals into this river. Yeah. And uh, a number of years later, uh, this this sea monster is the the result of that. Yeah, and and so the one day after people chuck a bunch of garbage at the sea monster in the water, it attacks the riverfront. Uh, lots of people die. Um, it kidnaps the uh, little girl. Um, they which are- that that's um by the way that's the the poster of the movie is is the sea monster grabbing the girl yeah you know it's like she's wrapped in its its tail and it's such a cool visual mm-hmm. especially as it plays out in the movie like you see like the the far away shot of her just being like whipped out into the river yeah really cool um anyway yeah so it, it takes the little girl uh the family uh assumes that she's been dead and eaten um and then from there uh the area is quarantined and then officials uh start saying that uh not only was there this monster attack that uh the monster is uh causing some sort of unknown virus uh outbreak and so that they all have to be quarantined because they were in contact with the fish monster um mm-hmm. and then hijinks and ensue. On too. yes yeah yeah, so then hijinks ensue from there. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, I I enjoyed it a lot. I was I was uh, really into it the whole way, um. Because this was like a movie from two thousand six, and so. And I would imagine as like a Korean film that the budget would not be as high as any kind of. You know, like this is not the budget of Kong versus Godzilla, mm-hmm. right? Um, right. But the fish monster is so much more like immediate and believable. Mm-hmm. Um, just the way that it is presented, and uh, there there are like some shots where it's like, oh, that looks kind of ridiculous, but um, it's filmed in such a way that gives it like this immediacy that um it doesn't just look like cgi slapped together yeah this this movie proves that um great direction will always be better than throwing a bunch of money at a movie yeah um doing a lot with a limited amount you mm-hmm. know um cuz i'm not somebody that will typically gravitate towards like the monster movie genre um mostly because a lot of them are you know not good right Right. like there's just like it's it's a flood there's a flood of of just like bad horror monster movies um but when it comes from someone like bong joon ho you know that you're in for something um really well directed Mm -hmm. and he's able to take advantage of like the environment like the river and the you know the um the sewers, this whole sewage system and the, yeah. the area, like the beach, the well, not the beach, but the, the area surrounding the river. Mm-hmm. Um, he's able to make use of all that. And then also like at its core, it's, it's a, you know, it's a movie about this. It's, it's a small scale movie about this family too. Yeah. You know, like the monster is almost beside the point. Um, you know, 
for everything it's trying to say, like it goes far beyond just like, you know, this monster attack. Right. So mm-hmm. it's, it's a movie that's doing a lot of different things. Yeah. And the action sequences have such a clarity to them and mm-hmm. a sense of purpose. Like they're, they're shot so well that you can see where it's going and you see the point of them. It's not just like this muddled flurry of, uh, destruction and you know what like there there is a point Spectacle. to all of it yeah yeah there, there's um like at the beginning whenever the dad is like uh like throwing that sign at the monster and everything you know it's like it's it's all character driven um yeah it, it yeah they it has a point to it it's not just like look at the fish monster going crazy um yeah it, and it, and the fish monster is a character too yeah mm-hmm you know, yeah. which was really great. Like it has like almost an arc on its own too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, this, this reminded me of uh, like Del Toro stuff, you know, where yeah, like, I, I was thinking of the shape of water a number of times. Yeah. Yeah. Where it's like, this is a character. This has a, a purpose of being here. It is not just, you know, uh, na- shapeless, nameless, well, it is nameless, but like antagonistic uh, gross creature thing, you know? Um, mm-hmm. yeah. And it, and it's also like allegorically that it, it's working on so many different levels where it's like, you know, this is a movie in 2006. Um, the, 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 uh, chemical spill or dumping, I guess would be a more accurate term, uh, was 2002. Um, like this is all clearly Iraq war, uh, allegories um, for U.S. interventionism. Um, yes, because like everything happening in this movie is in South Korea, but mm-hmm. um, the problems here are caused by America. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's like, no, and it's like Korea knows this too, like, because there isn't a country that the U.S. doesn't stick its fucking dick in. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, like, and so there's that allegory going on um and then it 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 was strange watching this in 2021 because uh at the beginning you think it's a monster movie and then at a certain point it sort of turns into a pandemic movie um and then it sort of goes back to being a monster movie but like for for a second there it's a pandemic movie um where they're concerned about this virus and handling this potential virus and then uh you know, turns out the virus is fake, but they're like trying to get a handle on it, blah, 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 like all this kinds of shit. And then there's mass protests (laughs) and it's like, okay, all right. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It it was very timely. Yeah. Um, A really funny scene. Uh, just like it was, you know, kind of a throwaway scene, but I was really amused by it was, uh, when they're, you know, the news reports are talking about the virus and everything. And then they, it's like it cuts to in the city and they're outside and there's a bunch of people waiting at a bus stop. And mm-hmm. this one guy, <laughs> this one guy starts like hacking up a lung. Yes. Yes. And he, yes. T- he takes his mask off and he like spits into the road. But then like immediately a bus uh, comes by and like splashes up the water from the road onto the crowd yeah. of people. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so it's like this, this, um, it's like conveying this, uh, you know, 
um, you know, the fear of like spread, like the mm-hmm. fear of, of, of being contaminated that's going throughout the, the city. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was so uh, strange where there's like, oh yeah, there was this monster. And by the way, uh, it has a virus. Uh, the U S told us. And then all of a sudden the next scene is like, oh, everybody's in masks. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, okay, oh, yeah, yeah. all right. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. It didn't uh, take them long. No. Yeah. Um, because that's that's like normalized in other places where it's not normalized in the U.S. Right, and, and it doesn't it doesn't have like people actively fighting against it for no reason. Right, yeah, because that that's a thing in like in uh, uh, Asian countries where um, like even in non-pandemic times. Um, yeah, if you're just not feeling well, if you're just not feeling well, you wear a mask so you don't spread your own shit. Yeah, it's just it's just a courtesy thing. Um, and, and I've I've heard people in America say that they're going to adopt that even when the pandemic isn't as much of a even when the virus isn't as much of a concern, like they'll still do that, like in the winter, especially. Yeah, it makes sense. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I, I only see it as a benefit. Um, but yeah, yeah but, but it's like but it's like you look at these Asian countries and like they've been through like what bird flu and SARS and like all that other shit. It's like, they, they Mm -hmm. know, you know, uh, what this is like. They've been through this shit. Um, so yeah. So it's also working like as an allegory for that kind of thing too. Um, and yeah, it also reminded me a lot of, uh, Shin Godzilla because that was, uh, like sort of a unique take on Godzilla where it is uh like sort of like the veep of uh Godzilla movies where it's like a look at the bureaucratic okay response to uh, a kaiju attack mm-hmm. rather than just like what you would normally think of um like that a, a monster movie being right. um uh so yeah like I got parallels to that. And in fact, they probably came out like around the same time. When did when did Shin Godzilla come out? So it's funny that they uh um oh never mind. No, this came Shin Godzilla came out 10 years later. Um so yeah, so like this I wouldn't be surprised if uh um shit, what's his name? The the Evangelion guy who directed Shin Godzilla um mm-hmm. took some uh cues from this for uh Shin Godzilla. Sure. Um but yeah, definitely definitely similar vibes to uh just the 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 response to um like 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 I don't want to necessarily say grounded because it's kind of hard to say grounded whenever there's a uh raging fish monster, but just like No, but I know what, like, I know what you mean though. Yeah, sort of like a uh maybe like a humanistic response to like what would happen um mm-hmm. because it's easy to say it's like oh why wouldn't you just nuke the damn thing or it's like well it's like no that wouldn't really happen um it's sort of like yeah you know they kind of quarantine and blah 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 and they'd probably make some shit up um and kind of not know what to do and keep fucking it up um because so much of the move like little asides that felt sort of throwaway but were actually kind of crucial is is that like the U.S. keeps blaming Korea for not being able to contain the monster and also to contain the fake virus that isn't actually real. Um, mm-hmm. 
and so that kind of carries through the entire thing um and so yeah, like, there's and like the sniping yeah. back and forth between nations like it's it's so smart because while all that's going on in the background um they're able to focus in on this family taking matters into their own hands right because mm -hmm. they're because this this man's daughter uh the, the way that they find out that she's not dead this is the the girl who was uh swept away by the the monster in the beginning mm -hmm. she um comes across a, a cell phone and she's able to call yeah while they're while they're quarantined away so then the family uh is able to sneak out of the the hospital the quarantine area and basically go out on their own and try and and track her down and, and rescue her yeah so it's like you have this this small family uh setting out against this monster while the government is just like you know back and forth with America and like nothing's getting done. Right. Mm -hmm, so, mm -hmm. um, the family takes it up on, upon themselves, which is, which is really cool. Yeah. Like one of the, f like, cause there's, um, this is also a deeply funny movie as well for, um, it is it, like, <laughs> it's going to sound so fucking trite and lame, but like this movie really does have everything. Um, because it, it, it's a very funny movie, but it's also like, there's some, tragic ass shit too um and yeah. it, it it's able to balance everything so well um but like one of the funniest fucking scenes is whenever he's like in uh, the father is in the hospital um and because they're conducting all these tests on him because they're saying that he has this virus because he was uh he touched the sea monster and um this american dude comes in and he's saying he's like you know why didn't you why didn't you tell the police why didn't you why didn't you contact a newspaper? Why didn't you uh, contact a humanitarian uh, agency about your daughter being alive? And <laughs> the father is like, because nobody would fucking listen. Nobody is listening to my words. Why won't you hear my words? And then the American guy just goes, oh, yeah, he's completely lost it. He's demented. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um. And in that way, it reminded me of something like, um, like Dr. Strangelove from mm. Kubrick, mm -hmm. um, where there's just like, you're surrounded by these, uh, incompetent, eccentric, eccentric, like, uh, government types, you yep. know, trying to get That's a, a really good comparison. Yeah. Like trying to get a handle on a crisis. Um, and they're just like flailing around. Cause that's what that that U.S. dude really reminded me of was like mm -hmm. a character from Doctor Strangelove. Um, yeah, it's it's able to balance just like some hilarious shit, and then just some really just tragic stuff too. Um, yeah, it's 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 pretty stunning when you look at the whole like the whole thing. Mm -hmm. um, it's like. I, he's just, you know, he's a master of 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 his crafts. Mm -hmm. Um, every, you know, I'm 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 somebody who uh, only I was very late to the to the Bong Jun Ho party, right? Because sure. I kind of I jumped on the Parasite train and then I went back and watched some older ones. Mm -hmm. But you know, he's he's been making these uh, terrific films for like I don't know, like almost three decades now. Right, so. right, right. Yeah, he's he's terrific. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, if people um haven't been watching along um 
you should definitely check this because it's on Hulu, which um, I did not realize. Um, so yeah, it is. Um, I should probably mention because I mentioned to you, uh, it's on Hulu. It's also on Amazon Prime Video, but for whatever reason, the quality of the movie on Prime Video is is pretty poor. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, it's like. I mean, saying standard def is almost generous because it's like it's standard def, but then also like the frame rate seems very off. Like, it's just I don't know where they <laughs> they got that, yeah, where they got that's... that copy from. But uh, the only difference I could tell was that um, the version on Hulu opens with the uh, Magnolia title card. Oh, and so I guess like the one on Prime is in the Magnolia version. Yeah, different um, distributor or something. Different. Yeah, so this is just something to you know keep in mind if you are seeking this one out. Yeah. Um. Yeah, because the version I originally got, because I didn't know it was on Hulu, um, because I guess we forgot to mention that last week. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, I've been bad about that. Yeah, I mean it happens. Um, the version I got didn't come with subtitles. Um, because. I was originally confused because the first scene is spoken in English. And so I was mm-hmm. like, oh, okay, maybe he made, you know, sort of a mass, you know, he had like English backing or whatever, and he made a movie in English. And then the very next scene is two Korean guys speaking, and it wasn't subtitled. And I was like, okay, is this meant to be subtitled? Or is this a scene where you're supposed to kind of infer what's going on? Um, and then yeah, I, I don't thought, think his... Yeah. I don't think his um, English movie came until Snowpiercer with, oh, okay. uh, with Chris Evans. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so, yeah, yeah, the, the Hulu version is correct and subtitled and uh, everything else. Um, because I actually had uh, quite a Korean uh, week because I watched um, the, the Squid Game. Um, oh, did you? Yeah, yeah, but I got a, uh, a fan sub for it. Uh, oh, nice. Because nice. of the... Uh, the whole uh, subtitles, the translation uh, issue that we talked about maybe two weeks ago. Maybe that was last week. I'm not sure. Um, yeah, so I, I watched that while I was like sick and dying. Um, Did you like it? Should I be like the last person on earth to, to finally watch that? I thought it was good. I mean, it's not anything like, um, I guess, earth shattering or anything I would say. Um mm-hmm. I think I think a reason like I'm not saying it's like, you know, um, overrated or anything like that. I just think that it's probably um, gaining a lot of. Well, a lot is probably underselling its steam is because it might be people's first experience to any kind of like uh, death game battle royale kind of thing. Mm, mm-hmm. um, like aside from like, you know, um, like video game battle royales, but um, sure where they haven't seen something like the original Battle Royale movie or um, even stuff like Danganronpa or, you know, there's like a million anime that are like death game oriented like this, where it's, you know, last person standing gets gets to walk home or, you know, gets a prize or whatever. Um, there was like a shitty one that I watched a few years ago that was called like King's Game or something like that. There's a lot of them. Um, so, like, I think if you haven't seen something like that before, um, you're going to be like, oh, wow, this is really fucking cool and fresh and whatever. And I'm not saying that um, Squid Game isn't, like, you know, um, something different, especially for, um, 
probably like TV TV. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, it's not like um, I don't know, like uh, like this immaculate thing. I would say. Yeah, um, I mean, one thing that piqued my interest a bit, I've heard about with this is that it's like an anti-capitalist commentary. Yeah, it is. And is um, that kind of like is that kind of like inherent with the sort of subgenre that it like the whole battle royale thing is that kind of like a I think what it, you see in a lot of them? I, yeah, I think it kind of has to be. Right, yeah. Because it's sort of a critique on like survival of the fittest darwinian shit, you know? Mhm. Yeah. Um so yeah, I think at its core it has to be um like whenever but whenever you talk specifically about um, this is a battle royale between characters that are deeply in debt um, and in debt for specific reasons, whether that it's like medical expenses or, uh, you know, um, unemployment or a combination, you know, all kinds of different circumstances that they have. Um, then the critique is glaringly obvious. Yeah. Um, and, 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 it, and it works, obviously. Um, so, yeah, I think that it's um, hitting at a, a, also an appropriate time where people mm-hmm. are extremely disgruntled and th- there's a lot of fucking problems going on, man. Um, so, yeah, I think that is also um, working in its favor. And it's also um, it's also pretty stylish. Like it's, it's colorful. Um, it's got a lot going on in like that way. Um, and it has some... Um, interesting kind of set pieces um and and i hate to say it there's like there's like an among us factor to it where um like the there are some recognizable like outfits or whatever like almost like the little among us dudes um where i think like so like a lot of kids would um sort of like recognize and hone in on that like immediately um Mm -hmm. where it's like oh that's a squid game you know like that kind of thing um so I think that is what kind of propelled it into this, you know, like stratospheric, everybody and their mothers talking about it kind of thing. Um, so how long do you think until the uh, Squid Game skins come to Fortnite? Oh, it's they've they've got to have been talking with Netflix already. Um, yeah, because just this weekend um, they released Resident Evil skins. OK, uh, just a couple days after they released uh, Dune skins. Um, so yeah, I'd have to imagine the talks have been happening. Yeah. Yeah. They have, they have to, um, the other thing I'm disappointed about is that, um, it's, it, it ends the first season. Like, I'm not going to like sort of spoil it, but like it ends with, um, some obvious continuation. Mm -hmm. Um, or like, I didn't feel like it needed it. Um, welcome to television in 2021 i know i know i know i know yeah that that happens far too often i really thought that this would be a one-off um like even even not even factoring in its popularity that was just like watching it the sense i got and knowing how these like this genre like usually goes um and yeah i i don't i don't really see a need for uh, you know like it, like it it accomplished its critique it it did it mm-hmm. so i don't really see a need 
for more. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, it's so weird because um, it happens so much in TV now. And it's like we're in a time where it's really hard to have like a like a six or seven season run of a show, like a serialized show. Yeah. Right. Like that just doesn't happen anymore. It's it's mostly the focus is on limited series. Mm hmm. But then because like the networks are like, OK, we can make a limited series. We can get some big names on it that don't need to commit long term. And that's like the model that they like to do now. But as soon as the show takes off in popularity, it's like, oh, but we need to make more. Yep. 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 So it's like they're stuck in between two places where they want to make the limited series, not have the commitment, but then they want to continue it on when it's successful. Yep. So. And usually that hurts the storytelling because like you just said, it, it typically the the follow up to that limited series, like there are exceptions to this, but typically they are not as good and they are not uh, really necessary. Yeah. So so so, so what I w was imagining, like ha having not seen it. And then like sort of as I was working my way through it was I was not anticipating a continuation or like any kind of cliffhanger or whatever. I was expecting, and there isn't a cliffhanger, by the way, um, so that's not a spoiler. I was expecting, since it's so fucking popular, Netflix would be like, okay, yep, we need more of this. And so it would be another season with a whole separate cast, blah, 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 blah. It's like, oh, this is a separate, this is another, just another squid game. This is another death game, you know, um, blah, blah, blah. But then the show actually ends with, it's like, oh, okay, well, this story is going to continue. And it's like, eh. I don't know about yeah. that though. Mm -hmm. Um so yeah. Um well, I guess if you know that it's going to happen anyway, right? Cuz like it, you know, after this this uh after this thing blew up, Netflix was going to want more. So at least uh from the creator's perspective there is an intention to create more, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um which I think is probably a bit better than having them come back without necessarily wanting to or having plans to in the first place yeah I, I think the thing was that he's been trying to make it for like 10 years oh wow yeah and like no nobody would bite um <laughs> oh man all the all the uh execs that passed up on this one exactly yeah oh boy yeah. and now it's like okay how many how many battle royale shows are we gonna get now uh yeah um but yeah, I think it, I think it's good. I think it's worth the watch. Um, oh, the other funny thing is that I think. Um, do you remember in the protest where like those two characters kind of like pop up out of nowhere, and then they like die in 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 uh, the host? Uh yes. I think one of them is in Squid Game. The the okay the, the girl. <laughs> okay. Yeah, she was. Um... It was a really unfortunate uh, small little character arc she had there. Yeah, yeah. It was like a strange cameo. So I guess she must be like famous or something. Oh, that must be it. That would make a lot more sense. Yeah, because like, yeah. like they literally kind of just like popped up in frame, like like Jack in the Box style. Like it was like and, I, and then I was like, oh, wait, is she is she from Squid Game? I was like, oh, I think I recognize her. Um, yeah, that whole yeah. that whole thing makes a lot more sense. Uh in the host as you know if that's a famous cameo i think i think that's probably the case because yeah otherwise it was like who, who are these who are these guys uh yeah yeah <laughs> um 
but yeah that's gonna be it for the official uh horror harvest for uh this time but that's not gonna stop us from talking about movies and shit like that um mm-hmm. Uh, oh, I snuck this in at the bottom, actually, um, and we can skip this or whatever if you haven't seen it. Did you watch the Halloween movie? Uh, no, I actually still haven't seen the um, the previous one from oh, okay. a couple of years ago. All right, then we don't have to, we won't talk about it. Um, I mean, because- you can like I the, honestly, I don't I don't know if I will anytime soon. So if you had something to say about, it, I mean, no, I, means- only if you had seen it. Um, I don't really no, have much to say. No. Um, the the just the um well it would be like whiplash going from a movie that um is so clear in its theming and metaphors and then a movie that is so fucking muddled in Mm. trying to convey some kind of message as halloween kills uh yeah because they kind of want to turn uh michael myers into like a trump figure it it was oh no it was it was some weird shit man it was some oh, weird boy. shit um oh no there was mob justice there was um yeah we can't trust our institutions there was it was weird it's weird um but then like the kills are fun like the <laughs> the kills in Halloween kills are fun well, so good. yeah I'm um, glad it lives up to the name in that way. Yeah, and then and then it's 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 good because it's just Michael Myers just you know doing his thing. He's just going around doesn't give a shit. Um, and then there's all this all these people trying to ham fistedly maybe make political commentary that doesn't really make a lot of sense. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's weird. It's really weird. Huh. Um, I think they got warped by pandemic post Trump. Um, yeah. <laughs> It's a weird one. Um, yeah, so nothing you just said there makes me want to watch that any any more than I already did. So, well, it's only like an hour and a half. Um, Is it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. If it, if it was if it was like two hours, it would not be worth it. But it's like an hour and a half. Um, I enjoyed the the previous one. The like the the I guess it's not a reboot. Um, you know what? Like the continuation with with yeah, Jamie that Lee Curtis. Just- that one just managed to slip by me. Um, yeah, I enjoyed it. Uh, you know, um, I think maybe what it was for me is that I, I always intended to watch it around Halloween. And sure, I just yeah. never did. So it's like any other month. I'm like, well, I can't watch this now. I know. I know. It's like the one horror movie series where it's like it has to be in October. Otherwise, yeah. it feels really off. Mm-hmm. Um, anything else is like fair game. Yeah, I'll have to see if that that first one is streaming anywhere because I know that the this new one is like a peacock, peacock, peacock. Excuse me, uh, exclusive. It's peacock for a limited time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Christ. Yeah, it's a it's a peacock, uh, a peacock exclusive. Yeah, yeah. I don't so, know. Maybe that'll be the thing that'll get people to subscribe. Is, a, a, you know, a Halloween sequel exclusive. I, I saw they. They expanded the number of free office seasons you can watch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's now it's now one through five instead of like, I don't know, the first season and a half or whatever the hell they had. Okay, the well, that's like all you need to watch, really. It really is. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's definitely that. the best of them. <laughs> yeah. I guess that's probably like ad supported, right? Um. Yes. Yeah. 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 That makes sense. I was going to suggest um, if we had any more 
Horror Harvest time left. Uh, <laughs> if we could, if we could run down the first the the premiere episode of the Demi Lovato Ghost Hunting show, because I'm pretty sure um, Peacock gives out like the first episode or two of its uh, originals, you know, for for free. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so you got to try before you buy. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We ran out of time. It, it's yeah. It's too late. Yep, it'll be lost. Yeah, I was looking into the um, to the beans story. Yeah, do you want to do that one? I would like to. I I think okay. it's fascinating. I, I thought it would be up your alley. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, so I saw this uh, on the internet last week. Um, this is from the Wall Street Journal. Uh, a mysterious rise in cases of teen girls with sudden severe physical tics including jerking motions and verbal outbursts and sometimes blurting out the word be I'm sorry sometimes blurting out the word beans led doctors to TikTok now <laughs> so there there's there's a rise in teenage girls that are having tics mm -hmm. like people with um Tourette syndrome Right, but um, this is not Tourette's syndrome. No, not specifically, and not in most cases. Um, uh, what? So there, uh, a lot of um, hospitals. There, there are some specifically linked here, um, like the Texas Children's Hospital. Um, since March 2020, uh, has reported seeing approximately 60 teens with such ticks. Um, where before the pandemic, um, they saw maybe one or two cases a year. Um, Johns Hopkins University Tourette Center, 10% uh, to 20% of pediatric patients have described acute onset tick-like behaviors, up from 2 to 3% a year before the pandemic. So um, there's a huge jump in the number of reported uh, tick, tick cases where um, they're having... Uh, unusual um sudden movements mm -hmm. um and so the one thing that all these cases have in common is that the teen girls are on tiktok now the one thing i have an issue with is that well yes everybody's on tiktok <laughs> yes all, the, all of course all the teenage girls would be on tiktok yes yeah so of course they have that well in i common. think i think I think what's important to mention here is that there are still so many unknowns, um, like medically, you know? Yes. Um, what causes what, you know, where these things derive from? Like, it, there's just a lot that's not known right now, which is part of what's so interesting about it and also frustrating for the people that are going through it. Yeah. Um, so what is happening in some of the cases there there's a specific girl in this piece um i don't i didn't get her name but it doesn't really matter she's a minor anyway um so that so she has um anxiety and depression and so she would go onto youtube and tiktok and search for you know things related to that anxiety whatever and so then her feed would start getting filled up with people talking about anxiety and then it would sort of move into other things like Tourette's syndrome and then people with tics 
And so then she would be getting people with ticks in her feed. Um, yeah, you know the you know the name for that sub community in in TikTok, right? No, it's called TikTok, but it's T I C. Oh, God fucking damn it! Yeah, so that that's you know it's a it's a big thing. It's a big community on there. Is it? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, um, there's there's a lot of TikTok users that um, and I say TikTok, I mean T I C. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. hard to ver- it's hard to like differentiate verbally, but TikTok. Um, yeah, yeah. But um, um, yeah, there's a lot of of users that will go on there and they will, you know, it, it brings a like I love it because it brings awareness to um, like Tourette's or people with ticks, and it also like helps I think normalize it. Yeah. Like a lot of a lot of um what I like about TikTok is that it's it has these various communities of like where people will talk about like their mental illness or their disabilities and um you'll see stories where like people are not only learning about these various things but they're also like like putting names to the disorders or they're like actually um realizing that oh i have this too or i experienced this too whereas like they've never been able to like diagnose themselves you know Mm -hmm. so like there's just like a lot of stuff on tiktok that i think normalizes like disabilities and and like mental illness and, and disorders and whatnot and it's just um when it's when it's good it's like a very accepting community you know i mean obviously it's the internet so sure your your mileage varies there but like from what i've seen like there's a lot of positivity surrounding those things the the problem though is that some of the doctors are questioning whether some of the influencers on tiktok actually have tourettes which is normally normally whenever people are um when it like it's just armchair doctors questioning somebody's you know uh disability or illness it's like come on that's really shitty um but if it's actually doctors that are like thinking that something's up mm-hmm. that's a different story I would say so this, this I actually haven't I haven't heard about. I haven't actually heard um, questioning like there's been a lot of of unknowns as to like why the like these I mean, can you call it like an outbreak almost? I don't know how you would describe it, but like how all these new cases are coming up, like what's causing it. But I haven't actually heard like allegations of like faking faking Tourette's. Um, this is from the the. Uh, Wall Street Journal piece. Um, Many doctors question the stated diagnoses of some Tourette TikTokers and say the behaviors that these mostly female influencers display in their videos, multiple complex motor and verbal tics, don't look like Tourette syndrome to them. Um, Tourette syndrome affects far more boys than girls and tends to develop gradually over time from a young age. Um, Also can be treated with medication. Well, the the whole gender difference, right? It's talked about a lot because in this in this case there are it is mostly girls being affected. Yeah. Um. But then, isn't it also possible that, like Tourette's, or any other sort of like tick case, 
can manifest differently in girls and just hasn't been diagnosed to the degree that it has in 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 males yeah this next paragraph goes on uh regardless of the tiktokers claims this is one of the specific doctors dr gilbert said the symptoms of the teens who have watched them are real and likely represent functional neurological disorders a class of afflictions that include certain vocal tics and abnormal body movements that aren't tied to an underlying disease uh, to unlearn these tics doctors recommend cognitive behavioral behavioral therapy and tell patients to stay off tiktok for several weeks interesting uh, yeah and so this this isn't um, like whenever you see the headline, um, it's really easy to meme and think like, oh, what they developed tics from like watching TikTok dances, and it's like no, that isn't actually what's going on. They're watching um, people with tics, and then they're developing their own that are mimicking those tics. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I've actually heard of this from. Um, people that have Tourette's online where um, if if you're around other people with Tourette's, their tics will trigger like your own tics. Yeah. Even, even if you're not doing the same thing as them, like your own like personal tics will just like trigger. And then it's sort of like, I, I saw a video where like even, even they were on video chat or whatever. And so it just kind of created like this almost never ending loop of them all triggering each other. Um, with their ticks, mm-hmm. um, so it's like, yeah. So like this one doctor saying, like these these girls seem to have some kind of underlying neurological issue that is then being brought out by watching videos of people with ticks. It's just kind of odd that they're mimicking the very specific ticks. Yeah, um, because I'm I'm assuming in the case of Tourette's, like. The one one person with Tourette's will, will not mimic the other. They'll be doing their own tick that they've already had. Right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. So like, but like, I don't think doctors still know exactly like what is the cause here, right? Because I like I've seen I've seen speculation that um, this could be brought on by stress which like i mean <laughs> in the past two years there's, there's been a lot of that right yeah um so so like what have what have you seen so based on this article it's saying that pretty much all of them had an underlying uh psychological condition like diagnosed psychological condition whether that was anxiety depression um adhd something something previously diagnosed um so there was some kind of stressor already there um and whether that is um you know something completely neurological you know i don't know i'm not a doctor it it seems like they haven't found like the root cause and so instead they're just sort of treating treating the symptoms as if they, you know, like just treating the, um, the ticks as they would, you know, if they didn't, you know, if they knew the cause, I don't, I guess, you know, I don't even think they, did they know like what causes Tourette's, you know, in general? Like, I think they just, it's probably genetic, well, I think, right? I think the big frustration here is that there isn't even a name for what these girls are experiencing right now. 
yeah. right? Because it's not, it's not Tourette's. Like it, right. it, it would be one, it would be one thing to show up to a doctor and be like, oh, you, you are, you have Tourette's, but your, your symptoms look like they are Tourette's, but they're not. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, what you're, you're kind of stuck. It's like, what do you actually, where do you go from here? Right. Um, here's another interesting one. Um, Dr. Olvera, who studied 3000 TikTok videos as part of her research, also found that 19 of the 28 most followed Tourette influencers on TikTok reported developing new tics as a result of watching other creators' videos. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because like the way the algorithm algorithm works, like the more you interact with that community, the more it's going to pop up on your your for you page. So you're just you're you're in it, and then you're in it even deeper. Yeah. Um, so there's like no way for you to like avoid those videos if you're on if you're on the platform. Yeah, it, it, it's this is really fascinating. Um, yeah, <laughs> but like I don't know about that solution. I mean, you know, they're they're. Doctors are obviously doing what they can and they're going off of what they know, but like asking teenagers to, to be off of TikTok, I don't know if that's going to be effective. Right. Yeah. Well, they said for a few weeks because like, well, um, like empirically, you know, what are they going to do? Like they didn't have the ticks, then they were on TikTok, then they have the ticks. Yeah. You know, like yeah. well, the the thing you would do would be to cut out the TikTok, right? Like it, it you know. Um sure. but that's just that's just in addition like the 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 one girl, you know, like is given this workbook of things to work on to help her manage the ticks. Um this one doctor says that they should take up sports so they can um have a physical activity to help with the ticks. Mm -hmm. Um so yeah. There are uh, the one girl said that she's uh, uh, watching ADHD videos on TikTok, but has stopped watching tick videos instead. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, it's uh, it's fascinating, and to just see like what the weird side effects of an algorithm can do. I know. Um, yeah. Word. Like there's obviously a lot of uh, talk about like uh, Facebook algorithm turning people more uh, right wing and like the whole political aspects, right? But like this is something uh, this is something quite different. Yeah, where it'll like just drill down because these are these are people that are were searching for anxiety or ADHD, and so the algorithm is like okay, mental health, mental health, and so then it's like yeah, okay. No, all I right. mean I, I so then I ended up with I ended up with. Uh, TIC TikTok uh, videos on my my uh, my page for quite a while. Yeah. So then, if this is like you said, a big community, then it then the algorithm is going to find that and serve that to people that are looking for mental health. Mm -hmm. And so then, it's just in the case of these these girls where they have some kind of underlying, you know, um, I don't know what the right word is, predilection or whatever, like you know, something going on or neurologically where it's it's it triggered it triggered um a uh, a response like this it's just uh yeah it's just, it's just weird to think about if the if they weren't on the app you know or maybe like another or would would they yeah would they've seen it on youtube would the same thing have happened you know um another thing i've seen people speculate is is it also the app in combination with being isolated due to the pandemic because 
if you're at home most of your day and you're not interacting with people, then being on TikTok and like YouTube, that is like your interaction, right? Like that is what you're seeing and hearing for the most part. Right. So it's like even more prominent in your life. There, there was there was one girl in this article who said that her friends also started developing tics, and then she said that she didn't know if she she they got it from her or if they were also watching videos. Oh wow! Um, and I wish the article would have gone further into that, like see what was going on there. Um, maybe yeah. maybe they couldn't um get in touch with those kids or their parents, but um yeah, um. Yeah, I, I I don't know because what you would think that you know it wouldn't be as prevalent like like those numbers of um like the cases rising in these in these uh, specialist centers is um pretty remarkable. But then if you do think it's like well yeah if they only had one or two and then going up to sixty it's not like there's um that is a huge jump but it's not like these are um you know hundreds and hundreds of teenagers right this is still this right. is still pretty small scale yeah um, like i knew that tic tiktok was a was a thing but i did not know that this was happening in addition to it until just this week until you you put the story in the show notes yeah so um, yeah, it's it's really it's really fascinating. Um, I don't know like what the end result of this could be on like TikTok side. Um, whether it's like the only thing I can think of is like maybe like a content warning would need to be applied. Um, you know, at the start of like videos uh, involving ticks, but like that's like that could be for 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 some users like that could be like every single video that they make right so mm -hmm. it's i don't know i really don't know yeah in a way that would they uh, that would be like shunning and exiling it would you know yeah yeah i'm just like off the top of my head here that's no really yeah not no i know but yeah like what 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 would be you know, like because because what what like change the algorithm to i don't know i don't know yeah because maybe because if it, you because it goes back to the same thing it's like well if the girls weren't on tiktok would they still have eventually developed ticks you know i mean you just you just mentioned a case where it could be you know um it could be given to friends in real life. So it's, it's really hard yeah. to say. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it would be one thing if this was happening in like a normal quote, quote unquote, normal year, but like, you know, you factor in, you know, pandemic, social distancing, stress, mm -hmm. stressors, uh, also like environment changes. Um, you know, kids' school lives being up and like there's just so many factors. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yep. Yeah. But yeah, definitely something to, to keep an eye on. Yeah, I'd say so. Like from a medical perspective, I'm just fascinated by it. No, yeah, it definitely is. Yeah, that's why I want to bring it up. Um, and we can't go a single episode without mentioning TikTok anymore. Uh, no, we can't. 
we can. But this, but this time it was me. So, <laughs> um, ah, uh, let's get into it. All right. So, I saw this the other day. Um, but this story is actually from a few months ago. Uh, there was this bizarre cult that was called um, Love Has Won. And their leader called herself um, Mother God. Um, and I'm always fascinated by cults and specifically what like they try to base their belief system around. Mm -hmm. um, and this one is particularly fascinating because the uh, the cult leader died in April. And uh, police found her mummified body wrapped up in Christmas lights. Okay. With uh, glitter smeared on the eye sockets. And her eyes popped out of the body. Ooh. Yeah, and she was in a shrine. Um, so, yeah, the, the leader was Amy Carlson. Uh, she called herself Mother God. Um, and what they would, they would, um, post a lot of videos and do daily live streams on YouTube and they would sell, uh, like crystals and, uh, health supplements online. They were somehow a 501c3 charity, okay. um, which is, which is fun. Um, let me see if I can get the, they were selling a, uh, 13D plasma generator pyramid for $444 and 44 cents. I've been looking for one of those. They're hard to find. Yeah. Yeah. You got to pay a premium though. Yeah. Um, uh, Carlson, the cult leader also offered, uh, etheric surgeries, uh, which would be performed remotely. Um, she claimed she was a spiritual surgeon who would work multidimensionally to operate on people's bodies and cure various ailments. Uh, she claimed she could cure cancer, remove brain tumors, and could help cure autism, which is... Uh, okay. Yeah. Nothing that needs to be cured, but all right. Uh-huh. And uh, the cult leader was also taking colloidal silver, which uh, was turning her body blue. <laughs> <laughs> and it was also killing her because uh, silver is poisonous uh, when ingested mm -hmm. uh, you're not supposed to take it orally you're not supposed yeah. to take it at all um, she claimed that she was God incarnate and had lived 534 lifetimes including the lives of Jesus Christ Cleopatra, Marilyn Monroe and Joan of Arc um, wait I mean if you like if you believe in reincarnation, um, like what are the odds? <laughs> like yeah. what are the odds of you being each of those? Like what a what a streak. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's, it's what a run. It's pretty lucky. Um mm -hmm. she, she also claimed she was uh Donald Trump's daughter in a past life. Um Well, that's how it left feels. Yeah. And that the deceased comedian uh Robin Williams was part of her spiritual team and often communicated messages to her from the beyond. <laughs> so I don't really understand 
she was Donald Trump's daughter in a past life. So does that mean he has a dead daughter? I mean, it's it's possible. Like, like I don't <laughs> I don't understand. Like what? I wouldn't rule it out. Like what is that? Like the timeline is like doesn't make sense to me. Like like the like the old shit. It's like okay, yeah, you're Jesus, you're Cleopatra, you're Marilyn Monroe. Like those are all dead people. Mm-hmm. You know, so you were reincarnated because you're alive right now. But if you're have if we, you're Donald Trump's daughter, have we checked up on Ivanka lately? <laughs> like she hasn't been in the news, but I just assumed that was because he's out of office. But uh, love as one believes that ordinary people were in a state of 3D consciousness, while members of the group had transcended to the higher level of 5D consciousness. Wow. Just skipping right past the 4D. They're playing 5D dimensional chess. <laughs> uh, uh. Okay, and so uh, she would take many partners, and uh, every one of her partners would be called Father God, since she was Mother God. Sure. Um, And so she was basically on her deathbed for a while. And on her deathbed, she was, like, dying from some kind of, like, silver poison. And she was also this raging alcoholic. She would just yell shit. And I do have a clip here. It wasn't uh, Beans, was it? I, I, I don't sorry, think sorry. so. I'm sorry. It's, it's okay. Take me down This is a weird video. She's taking a shot of something. It's either alcohol or maybe silver. I don't know. You are in fucking treason on this planet. This is my planet. Your step, I don't know. My family who birthed me into this fucking reality of illusion. Step forward. You are in fucking treason for all humanity. And if you don't, uh-uh. You're gone. Thank you, God. Because I am God. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, God, because I am God. Um. So, yeah. Um. She had a, a, a previous father God, father God, um. said that uh, he had to be a vessel for Father God's consciousness and the role of Father God was to be Carlson's partner romantically and as a leader and here's a quote from him uh, to tell you the truth I had no intentions of being in a relationship with her I mean no offense but she's not my type <laughs> amazing and of course there are um, abuse allegations uh, because um basically um she would basically say that like anybody would have to like in in the cult would have to have sex with her uh mm-hmm. just because just because she ordered it and the same it's was pretty true. standard practice right? yeah just the same was true for whoever was her current father god um and the very last father god this castillo guy um he claimed that his existence could be traced back 47 wait 477.5 trillion years 
So not that he he existed 477.5 trillion years, but that he could trace it back that far. Mm-hmm. Um, also that humans come must have from, a photographic memory. Yeah, uh, humans come from Venus, and he has three hearts. Wow. Um, and he described the role of Father God as the master of darkness. Do you think? Um, do you think you could put like former Father God on your your job resume? Maybe. Maybe. I mean, it it, it kind of sounds impressive. It does, right? Yeah. Like um, I'd almost be on board with this just to get the title. Right. Yeah. A little bit. Like I'm, I'm intrigued. Like I know this is, I know this is how people get like dragged into cults, but I'm kind of intrigued. I mean, there's a lot of stupid shit I do in Final Fantasy 14 just for the title. So there you go. If I can walk around as Father God, <laughs> just, just uh, don't be in treason. Yeah, no, you can't be in treason. Um, there's one video uh, where Castillo threatens another member, saying you're going to be a paraplegic. Um. Yeah, the 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 part of the cult split. Uh, there's another cult called Joy Reigns now. Um, there's another video where they lock a child in a closet. Um, let's for see. how long? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Um. Oh yeah, another thing they would do is whenever they would kick somebody out of the cult, uh, they would just uh, abandon them in the woods naked. Um, mm. Oh yeah, this isn't guy, that like a reality show on on VH1 or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Naked and uh, kicked out of a cult. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Uh, oh, this guy they ditched in the mountains naked. Um, after the group abandoned him, uh, they said that he didn't have the right energy. oh my god so like what i i mean you've given a lot of information but i'm not quite sure and this is not your fault i'm sure it's 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 all on them but like what is their mission statement here like what is their whole deal like why does this cult exist oh it's the usual shit they're gonna ascend or whatever oh okay and i think i guess they're gonna go to the 5d Oh, the five. Um, okay, the five dimension. Yeah. Yeah. Dimension. Yeah. It's very loosely defined. Um, let me see if you I know, can pull up the. Um, they should just write a screenplay. Well, the thing, you, you know, the thing with cults is that a lot of cult leaders are actually failed actors. That makes um, sense. That makes a lot of sense. So, yeah, you're not far off. Um, let me see. Uh, this was from the lovehaswon.org website, which has now been taken down, but it's archived. Um, Hello, loves. I am Mother God. For quite some time, you had been praying that I come back to help you. Because of that, I had decided I had enough of the dark forces kidnapping my planets and my children. So here I am in the flesh. I was born on November 30th, 1975 in Kansas, USA. This is my 534th reincarnation in my quest to recover my beloved planet, the center of the universe, and the first planet I created. They tried to assassinate me 589 times in this lifetime. But love has won. I love you. I've done my part, and now you have to get a move on because you wasted eons thinking you had a life under the manipulation of the Cabal, who used you like cattle. Get a move on because this planet is ascending, and you need to reconnect with the prime source creator, me, so that you can ignite your light bodies and can protect you again. You are either with me or against me. 
The experiment of free will has been declared a failure. It is void. Everything <laughs> exists under divine will once more. Thank God, LOL, get a move on. <laughs> and then LOL. and then there's a picture of her in a purple dress doing a little namaste pose. I appreciate Holy the uh, moment of the moment of brevity there with thank God, LOL. <laughs> The experiment of free will has been declared a failure. It is void. LOL. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Whew. Sounds like a sounds like a character um, that the characters on uh, what we do in the shadows would like encounter. Who's like adjacently related to vampires. Yeah. Like the vampire community. That's what this this person reminds me of. Yeah. Um, her family, uh, appeared with her on an episode of Dr. Phil, which I didn't have time to watch. Um, <laughs> how could you not squeeze that in? I know. I know. Um, I don't care if you had a fever. I know. Um, yeah, they had, uh. New Age mysticism with uh, beliefs about galactic beings and planetary ascension, and um, plus a hint of QAnon-style conspiracy theories, of course. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so another. Well, you know, there are two splintered cults uh, out of this after the uh, death of. Uh, oh, wait, where's the thing about the hospital? That was really hilarious. Let me get that. Because she was like fucking dying and was like eighty pounds. Um. <laughs> So there's no um, successor to Mother God. There's Father God is still there, um, but I think he's 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 kind of not running the show really. Um, so like I think these two cults like splintered off. Mm -hmm. um, okay. Carlson often said she had stage five cancer, which does not exist. Um, Cancer is typically measured in stages one through four. Yeah, but in the fifth dimension. I guess that's true. According to her family, she never received a cancer diagnosis. Uh, continued to consume copious amounts of alcohol. Um, it's 11 a.m. and she's shit-faced drunk. And you're getting her another drink. Um, Carlson's heavy drinking was a form of pain relief. Carlson never saw a doctor. It's unclear what caused her health problems or whether her death could have been prevented with medical treatment. Members of the group said, um, there's a video where she asks to be taken to a hospital. Um, and there's a quote, there's moment, there's been moments that mom has asked us to take her to a hospital. Oh, so I'm sorry. There's been moments that mom has asked us to take her to a 3d hospital. And we're like, nope. Um, <laughs> when asked about this, uh, Aurora, who's one of these people said, Carlson was joking about going to a hospital and claimed that Carlson had signed three documents saying never to take her to a hospital under any circumstances. Um, there was wellness checks and the police would show up um, and they would knock and they would say that she wasn't there and so they would just leave. Um, <laughs> okay. The group described her death as an ascension which said it was part of her plan. Um... Castillo, who was the last father god, said he transported her body from California to their compound in Colorado to be her final resting place. 
He and six other members were subsequently arrested and charged with the abuse of a corpse. Yeah, um, do we know any details about like why they popped her eyes out or like, I sprayed glitter on her or anything like that? I don't believe so. Okay. No. All their shit is so v- very vague. Mm-hmm. It's just very new agey crystal shit. Uh, but yeah, I thought that was pretty interesting. I'm always interested in cults. Yeah, that was Mother God. Don't drink silver. No. No, that's a good rule. Um, what's this Bones Day thing? Oh yeah, it's another TikTok thing. Oh God. So I actually, so I I checked right before we started reporting to see whether today would be a Bones Day or a no Bones Day. Okay. Um, But uh, John Graz, the uh, creator of this whole trend, he has not posted yet today. So let me check. Let me check now. I'm going to have to mute you for a second because as soon as I go on TikTok, I hear like The Rock rapping or something. Okay. Now, yeah. So today's the... We're recording this on the 24th, so there still has not been a Bones update today. Okay. Um, you haven't heard of this, though? No. Yeah, so so uh, John uh, Graz on, on TikTok um, has this this pug, this this dog named uh, Noodle. Okay. It's this 13-year-old uh, geriatric pug, and um, he's I feel sort like, of- I feel like all pugs are born geriatric. okay um so he uh he's he's doing this sort of like groundhog day thing with his dog where each morning he will pick up the pug and set it down on its bed and whether the dog stands on its own feet or just like completely collapses uh, determines whether the dog has bones or no bones on that given day. Okay. And this is really just like taken off. Um, and people are, are really into it. So like I did so, save. So, I, so I, what, what is it? What does it portend? Like, what is the, well, see, initially I think there was sort of like a, a negative, stigma surrounding what a, a no bones day actually means yeah but um but this guy has sort of tried to change the narrative and okay. so he's he's turning a no bones day into sort of like a, a self-care day right like it's not that you're being lazy but it's just that you're taking the time uh to think about about yourself rather than like getting out there and and, and just you know doing doing stuff right uh-huh. um so so there hasn't been a post today yet unfortunately so we won't know whether today lands on a bones day or a no bones day but i did i did provide one example uh from the other day so you can you can see for yourself okay uh noodle in all of uh in all of his glory Good morning, everyone. I hope you had a wonderful No Bones Day yesterday. Uh, I went to do the forecast this morning and uh, I can't, I can't peel him out of his bed. Something happened overnight where he manipulated his density and is somehow now three times heavier than he's ever been. And uh, he is 
shellacked to his bed. So it is another uh, no bones day today. And you know what that means. That means today is a day to be kind to yourself. It means you gotta use that bath bomb you've been hanging on to. Oh my gosh, but you haven't used because it'll dissolve and everything in it will clog your drain. But like, that's okay. Today's the day to use it. Um, if you're wearing jeans, you gotta change out of them. I'm so sorry, no hard pants on a no bones day. I'm wearing my soft pants right now. And you just gotta do something nice for yourself today. So I hope you have a wonderful no bones day. Noodle and I are traveling upstate this weekend to hang out with my mom. So we might All right, not we be can, posting as well. <laughs> we can. Okay, okay. I left okay. the Discord, I'm sorry. I don't. Uh, I don't know if that will affect anything, but I'm back. Um, okay. Yeah. So that actually wasn't the one I meant to show you. That's the one where he couldn't pick him up at all. There was a there yeah. was a better one where he does just like noodle just collapses, which is very very funny. But okay. uh, you know that that's what's going on on TikTok. That's been a big thing the past week. Um, uh-huh. Like even the the Colorado Avalanche uh, Twitter account has. Uh, attributed their losses this week to it being a no bones day. So, <laughs> right. So it's really it's really taken taken on uh, a following. You know, people used to like divine things from goat entrails, and uh, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, so I feel like this is a, a, a bit more lighthearted than that. <laughs> Yeah, but I, I I feel like I feel like we've lost something. Have we? Yeah, yeah. I feel like we have. Like you could just flip a coin. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean it's just it's people looking to attribute meaning to their day or like looking for a reason or a justification to live. To- <laughs> to live, to continue their existence on this planet uh, that is um, controlled by Mother God. Yeah, but um, I don't. I don't know. I don't know, man. Maybe I'm just too much of an asshole. You know. Yeah, that's probably what it is. I mean, you like yeah. to discredit TikTok at every turn. So no, I just like this is like just too like soft uwu shit for me. You know. Hmm. That's fair. Yeah. It's fair. I'm I'm too I'm too prickly. I'm yeah. <laughs> I just I'm just kind of curious <laughs> to see how long it it continues on for. You know, like how long people are going to be into it. Yeah. It, it'll come out that that this dude is racist or something, or you know, <laughs> and, and then and then everybody will be. It'll it'll milkshake duck from there, and it'll be you know. And see, that's so unfair because Noodle hasn't done anything wrong. I'm not saying the dog did anything. I'm saying you know, just that this is how things usually go. You know, <laughs> everybody loves milkshake duck. Yeah, I don't know that reference. Oh my god! All right, hold on. You don't know milkshake duck? This is god damn it. This will be cut out, but okay. Because this is not... Oh my god, it's got a Wikipedia page now? It's a fucking Twitter... It's a tweet. It's got a Wikipedia page? The wow. fuck? I mean, Zola got a full movie. I know, but... Which I just watched last night, by the way. Yeah. Have you seen it? No, not yet. I have, oh, I've had it, it downloaded. God damn it. Anyway, it's a tweet that just says, 
The whole internet loves Milkshake Duck, a lovely duck that drinks milkshakes. Five seconds later, we regret to inform you that the duck is racist. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, so whenever something like that happens, it's just called a milkshake duck. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm hoping that's not the case with uh, with Noodle and, <laughs> and Noodle's owner here. I, I'm, I'm just, sure it'll I'm be a, fine. I'm a, I'm a pessimist. I don't know. You know. Yeah. You're expecting the worst. Exactly. Exactly. Anyway, oh did we gosh. did we have time at all for for hockey or or no? Yeah, because like because like what because what you did because at the top of the show notes you're like should we be less topical and 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 limit the <laughs> you know limit yeah. the random stuff um, that won't be relevant a week later and then what I did in response to that was um, which I think that's a good idea by the way I, I think you're <laughs> on the money there but what I did what I did in response anyway was to uh, pull a bunch of interesting. Um, Headlines from the first week of the NHL season. Sure, sure, yeah. Because <laughs> what have I been doing the past week? I've been watching hockey, so. Yeah. Should we? Go for it. Because it's could, been kind of... We, we could do anything. I don't give a shit. Okay, all right. Because it's been kind of a, an interesting um, first week of, of the season. Like, I know, you know, it's, it's very easy in sports to sort of, like, uh, overreact to how a team is, you know, performing in the early stages of a season. Right. Yeah. Um, and I'm definitely going to be feeding into that here. Um, but like, there is some historical stuff going on. So like the, and I, by the way, these are all up to date as of yesterday. Sure. (laughs) Or no Friday actually. Oh, oh, okay. So so. So, so these are, so these aren't even, these are already outdated for the time of recording. Yes. So by the time, by the time this goes up in like three days. So, okay. It's like week old bread. Okay. All right. Yeah. But I'm going to continue on here. So, um, so the Habs, the Montreal Canadiens are, uh, having the worst start to a season, um, in NHL history, after after a team has gone to the, the Cup final, it's the first time a team has started zero and five after making it to the Stanley Cup. Yeah, fuck them. Okay. <laughs> 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 Jesus, um, I think it's hilarious. Yeah, I mean, so through the first five games, their goal differential has been nineteen against to only four, uh, four on their end. Um, they this is only ha- they've only so the, the Montreal Canadiens they, they they're one of the oldest franchises in in hockey yeah right they've been around for what like over 100 years or something yeah uh this is only happened an own five star has only happened three times in their history that's pretty wild it is it's it's historically bad um for the for the Canadians right now they are struggling to score goals uh and to make it even worse, they played uh, they played the Hurricanes the other day and Kakaniemi uh, scored against them. Yeah. <laughs> the player that they famously uh, did not match uh, his contract and they let him go yeah. in the offseason. And the, and the fans were like taunting him mm-hmm. as if he had a choice. 
Yeah, like he had anything to do with it, right? Yeah, it's like Carolina signed his offer sheet. So the Canadians could either match it or not. Right. And so they decided not to match it. Yeah, this was a this was a you know, this was between two organizations. The player himself really had no say in the matter. Yeah. So a bit misguided there from the fans. Yeah, they were they were they were taunting him with his, like the 6.1 which is like his salary. Mhm. Which I don't okay. Yeah, he's making 6 million dollars. What is <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah, he's gladly taking that money and he's going to score on you dumbasses. That's like, I mean, that's like trying to taunt Crosby and just like calling out how many cups he's won. Like, I just don't. Yeah, like I don't. It was the dumbest thing. I mean, he's laughing right now because Carolina is a force. Um, They had a weird offseason, but they are still a very good team uh, coming out of it. And uh, so he's doing much better there than he would be in Montreal. Yeah. Like I genuinely think, like the the Hurricanes are probably the the Penguins' toughest task uh, in the division this year. Yeah, so they're undefeated so far, um, and they look really good. And their their goaltending has been really good because we were kind of um, confused why they would get rid of their uh, rookie goalie who performed really well. Yeah, you know, just like let him go for for no reason, but. Um, but yeah, they look really strong, even even despite that. So anyway, uh, a team that doesn't look strong are the Blackhawks. Blackhawks look like shit. <laughs> that looks really bad over there. Uh, it's hilarious. That's another hilarious thing. I'm I'm laughing so hard at the Blackhawks because they thought that they were doing something, mm-hmm. and they look like absolute dog shit. I mean, I even said I thought they had one of the best off seasons on paper, but uh, mm-hmm. who boy, Flurry look looks awful, looks rough. Yeah. So, I mean, there's like there's nothing going on in front of him though. That's true. Uh, that is true. Yeah, yeah, that is that is rough. Um, it's been a pretty slow start for the Islanders. Um which I'm happy about because I really mm-hmm. don't like the Islanders. Uh, I was going to say it's a slow start for the Avs. They were not looking very good, but they did beat Tampa last night. So that was uh, that was good for them. Yeah, in a shootout. In a shootout, yep. Yeah, I, I caught the end of that. The uh, Panthers look like the best team in hockey. Um, not only... Well, <laughs> I have to double check now because my all my stats are outdated by two days. But <laughs> they were they were undefeated as of Friday, and the teams that they'd beaten were the Avs, the Penguins, the Lightning, and the Islanders. So, like you know, yeah. that's a strong start if I've if I've ever seen one. Well, they um, only beat the Penguins in a shootout, right? Uh, yeah, that's true. That's yeah. true. Uh, nobody's beaten the Penguins in regulation. Nope. Somehow. That, that game last night, I did not see it. I need to watch the highlights still. Uh, but uh, it was uh, unbelievable. It was a fucking beatdown. Like seven to one. Chances, they got some chances in the first. Mm-hmm. Um, but after that, holy hell. Yeah. I have not seen a more dominant game 
like since like the cup runs like yeah i mean drew <laughs> drew o'connor is tied for the most points by a rookie so far in the league yeah so yeah. i hope that i hope that when everybody gets healthy that he still has a place in the lineup honestly i think he does i you think yeah, so yeah um and like evan rodriguez is like a superstar now <laughs> he's a top line center somehow <laughs> it's incredible i yeah. Like we wouldn't be laughing if they weren't winning. Like it's just it's amazing. Yep. Um, but yeah, I think two of the big the biggest stories of the past week were the fact that uh Kucherov, uh Nikita Kucherov is out long term again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I'm sure I'm sure that's caused some conspiracy theorists to to come out with some some ideas. Yeah, I'm I'll I'll be keeping an eye on their fucking salary cap, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> I, I mean, you know, sure as shit want to see where that money's going. I know it's because because he uh, famously was out for the entire regular season last year. Um, and then he was uh, able to return for game one of the playoffs. And because the because he wasn't playing for them during the regular season, he didn't impact their salary cap, which allowed the lightning to be almost 20 million dollars over the salary cap. In their Stanley Cup winning year. Why doesn't the salary cap apply to the playoffs? I have no clue. It seems like such an easy fix. The So the... I think the real reason is that you can have... You know how they did the taxi squad last year because of the pandemic? Mm-hmm. So like for the playoffs, you can kind of already do that. They usually call it the Black Aces where you can have like a little squad of AHL call-ups after their season ends Mm -hmm. ready to go in case there's like catastrophic injuries during the playoffs. And so I think that might count against the cap or like, like they don't want those players to count against the cap since they'll be making NHL salary while they're called up. So I think that's technically the reason. But still, you should be able to separate that. Right. You should be able to separate that from the actual players on the team at the end of the season. Right. Yeah. So you don't have a fucking team go 20 million over the cap. Mm-hmm. Because they stashed a superstar player on the sidelines for an entire season who can come back suddenly miraculously healthy game one of the playoffs and score immediately. Yep. So yeah, I will I will be keeping an eye on what their fucking cap manipulation is going to be like again. Yeah, uh definitely. I mean, it sucks to see uh him go out because he is an incredible player. Um but, you know, people are skeptical because of what they pulled last year and you can't blame them. Mm-hmm. Like I don't doubt that he's actually of course he's injured, right? But uh, it is definitely it's it's just if they're going to hold him out long term again. Right. For cap purposes. Exactly. Exactly. Um, Because the team you cannot you cannot convince anyone that he could not have played at some point during the regular season. Right. Because he was he was fully on top of his game at the very start of the playoffs. Completely with no rust whatsoever. Like he was the best. Was, he was the best player on the ice. Yeah, it was a joke. So it was a joke. Yeah. Um, speaking of the best player on the ice, uh, I think the big the big story this this week was Connor McDavid, as it kind of always is. 
Yeah. Um, 13 points through five games. Yeah. Uh, only one other player in Oilers history has had a, a, a faster start to the season. I'm sure you can guess who that is. Wayne Gretzky. Um, he did it twice. He had like 15 once. But yeah, McDavid, um, historically great start to the season. Uh, really, if you sort of like remove that playoff round that they were in, he has just not stopped being completely dominant since the start of last season. You know, like he's been on just like this like run that defies logic. His yeah. 105 points, I think it was, in 50 some odd games last season. And now he's got 13 points and five on top of that. So, and that team is undefeated, by the way. They're five and oh. Yeah. It's just like, I don't know how this translates in the playoffs, you know? Right. I mean, it depends on how teams are going to play him. Mm hmm. Um, but yeah, him and Hyman are like, they got some chemistry. Mm hmm. Um, I think it's kind of hard not to have chemistry with him. <laughs> it's true, yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's working out really well. And then, meanwhile, the Maple Leafs are, like, <laughs> struggling, man. Yeah, they're... They're <laughs> they're in Meltdown City. Mm-hmm. Which I was enjoying. I was enjoying the fan reaction last night. <laughs> it was very delicious. Because the Maple Leafs are like the Yankees of Canada, except they haven't won shit. Yeah. <laughs> but they're like treated like they have like sort of yeah they're like a, they're like a combination of the browns and the yankees like combined definitely um and so yeah they're just in full meltdown uh which like better now it's, better it's right hilarious. now than in the playoffs because uh, yeah I, guess, I do i do think yeah. that team will eventually get together at least in the regular season But uh, then again, I did not watch that game last night. So they they had they just had a few chances in the first, and then after that, they had nothing. It was uh, everybody was calling the Penguins an AHL team. Mm -hmm. um, the Maple Leafs look like an ECHL team out there. Oh they look like a fucking double A team. It was it was really bad, um, and they hung that goalie out there to just take it yeah because i guess they played back to back so they didn't want to swap again and put the uh the other guy back out there mm -hmm. after he played the night before um so yeah it was <laughs> it was a fucking beat down seven to one man um yeah it was it was <laughs> it was not pretty <laughs> like it wasn't it wasn't even just the like like Penguins got some lucky goals too, and it just like fucking broke the Leafs. Mm -hmm. Like they were just they were just defeated so fucking early because the game was tied uh, after the first, right? Um, and Pens got some lucky bounces like off their forecheck, and the Leafs just gave up. Uh, and if you can't skate with the Penguins, you're gonna have a bad time. Um, yes. For sure. And that's the thing is like the, the Leafs have the talent to skate with them. They just they were either too tired from playing back to back or they gave up. And like, yeah, it was it was it was really bad. By the way, um, the latest season of All or Nothing. 
<laughs> Toronto Maple Leafs oh, is God. now streaming on Amazon. <laughs> oh, holy shit. What a year. Like what a what a time to document them, huh? Yeah, yeah. Oh man. I'm almost like compelled to watch it just for the train wreck. Well, I mean, yeah, for the mo- for the most part it wasn't a train wreck because they were really good during the during the season, but then, you know, the, that finale has got to be something. <laughs> yeah. Oof. Yeah. So that that was that was some some headlines. Uh pretty interesting start. I'm just glad hockey's back. Yeah. Just, just happy to have it. Yeah, I've been trying to watch as much as I can. Yeah. Um the fucking NHL network thing really pisses me off though. Well, it's it's frustrating because especially uh because the Penguins are such a a go-to like national team. Like they, you know, they're going to have they're going to want to have the Penguins on there as much as they can. Cuz they're the Penguins. The pr- the problem is that it's not a national broadcast. They're just rebroadcasting the local feed. Yeah, but like it technically is on NHL Network. It technically is though because they're they're broadcasting it nationally. Like that's that they have the rights to it. But you can still put it on the fucking app that you partnered with to broadcast all out of market games. Yeah, no, that's true. Because you could get the NHL Network games on NHL TV. Yeah. By the way, what we're in case you are still somehow yeah, listening, yeah, we didn't somehow it. listening to this. Um, we uh, so ESPN Plus uh, got the rights to uh, the NHL. Basically, ESPN um, is broadcasting a bunch of games on their network, and then also ESPN Plus has all the out of market games. So basically, every night there's you know most of the games are on that app. Except yeah. when they're on NHL Network, which is happens a couple of times a week, and uh, like you just said, these aren't like national, like these aren't nationally broadcast games. They're just they're still the regional feeds. Yeah, but they're calling it national games, mm-hmm. and so this the the NHL or the ESPN Plus service is supposed to be the replacement for the old NHL TV app, mm-hmm. where you would get. The out of market games, basically the same way, but with that you would still get the NHL Network games. Um, now you don't, and so the only way to get the NHL Network games is if you have a cable subscription that carries the NHL Network. Mm-hmm. Well, that's that's the legal way to do it. Otherwise, you got to pirate the fucking streams instead of using the service that you're paying for that the NHL partnered with. Yep, it's really really stupid. It is stupid. Um. But, like, instead of watching the Pens game last night, I just watched the Avs and the Lightning, so it wasn't that bad. Yeah. Well, I mean, I wasn't going to miss it, so I just pirated it. It's just it's just frustrating. It is. It's like, well, why did I bother to pay this money when I could have just pirated everything then? Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. It's like, but it's, it's annoying because the uh, ESPN streaming quality is good. Like, it's, it's exactly what I want. Um... They they bury some of the NHL games some nights, which is frustrating. Um, but the video quality is good, uh, and that's all I can ask for. Mm-hmm. Um, and you get the the ESPN games. Um, I didn't I didn't catch who was doing. They they have um, uh, a woman broadcasting some of the 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 games. Uh, a play by play. I don't. I I believe it's. 
It could be Leia Hextall, but I could also be wrong okay. about that. Um, um, but yeah, she's well, very good. Whoever, whoever she was, yeah, she was she was great. I was really enjoying her play by play. I love the way that she um, like um, like calls it straight for the most part. But then when something exciting happens, like her, like just the way she's able to like adapt her voice to the level of like intensity or excitement on the ice mm-hmm. is so is so yeah. great. Like that's what yeah, you want really out of a, that's what you life. want out of a, a hockey broadcaster, which like not yeah, enough the of only... them do that, honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I think they have like Steve Levy doing some of their other games. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's he's awful. He blows trunks. Yeah. Um. He really annoys me. Uh. Because he's just trying to be like smart. Like he's like so smarmy and weird. Like no, I don't. I didn't like him. So I I appreciated uh, her play by play greatly. Mm-hmm. Um. So hopefully she gets uh, a lot more games than I tune into. Um, but uh, they have a weird thing. Like their crowd sounds are too high. Oh, really? Um, sometimes, yeah. Sometimes it like drowns out the um, the uh, announcing, which is odd. Hmm. So like their sound mix is a little off. Um, but then, so then TNT also has some games this year instead of NBC. Um, and that's also kind of weird because it's like half of the old nbc crew yeah so they got um who's that fucking douche from nbc <laughs> which one um i know i know uh he would he would do there's, he would do uh color there's eddie olchek yeah no is he still is he doing tnt i don't know i don't get tnt so that's another that's another uh set of games um, that i don't i can't launch it's because he also does flyers games and he's a fucking yeah that, oh no wait eddie olchick i think does blackhawks so that you yes, must be talking about somebody else um well anyway so they got him he's obnoxious i don't know why they brought him back mm-hmm. um to do games they have gretzky in the studio though right which is really cool yeah i i caught some of that it was just gretzky and um biz nasty fighting Oh, like they're trying to create some kind of like fun dynamic or whatever. Okay. So it's just the two of them sniping at each other. And it's like really forced and like dumb. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, haha, it's the greatest player ever. And then this fucking, uh, you know, thug grinder guy. I mean, I'm happy for it's him. It's like, okay. Because he took, he took this job to just be able to spend time with his family. You know, yeah. Uh, instead of the, uh, he was like in the front office, wasn't he? Of like Edmonton. Yeah, the Oilers. Yeah, yeah. So this is this is definitely giving him some more some more time. Yeah, I think he's fine. I just I just think the dynamic is weird. Yeah, and forced. Because because I guess they're trying to emulate what they do on the NBA on TNT. Oh, with like Barkley and with and Shaq. Yeah, and Shaq, yeah, the non-celebrity. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and I don't think it works for hockey. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, different dynamic. Um, yeah, yeah, but the problem with TNT was that on the app side, because that's how I have to watch it. Um, the frame rate or like something was going on where it looked terrible. Um, like the picture quality, the resolution was fine, but anytime the camera would pan from one side of the ice to the other. It would like I don't know if it's juddering or interpolating like extra frames, mm-hmm. or or the, the frame rate was just low. But it was like it hurt to look at. Yeah, I couldn't watch that. Um, no, it was really bad. I had to stop. 
Um, but whenever the camera is still and you're just watching like one side of the ice, like for a power play or something, it's fine. Yeah, it's completely fine. But whenever the camera's panning, it's really bad. And I don't know why. Yeah. And in hockey, that's um, like 90 percent of the time. So no, no. Like I, I actually lost track of the puck whenever it was panning because it was like the frames were. Yeah, it was really strange. Yeah, that's rough. Um, and this is my first time using that app, so I yeah I. But like basketball, yeah, I don't know. Probably has the same thing because like the camera moves in basketball a lot too. So. Right, I would think. Yeah, and they've been carrying NBA games forever. Right. So that's that's so, really strange. I know. I I don't know what was going on with because it's like what is TNT anymore outside of like maybe some sitcom reruns and then sports in primetime, right? Like they really don't have many scripted tv shows i don't think there was a commercial f- for they have this month only they have um suicide squad <laughs> joker uh avengers endgame and thor ragnarok all all on tnt it's the place where you can catch it oh yeah because we were at that concert and tbs is like an offshoot of tnt and they were showing like suicide squad with like uh commentary in between scenes or something yeah <laughs> just really dire stuff it was so strange it's a rough way to spend a friday night yeah uh, that's that's such an outdated like way of watching anything mm-hmm. yeah I cutting into cutting that. into a movie part way through to have a sit-down conversation yeah it's like there used to be a world where like that was a way to watch a movie. Yeah. You know? Where like where like home video was expensive, you know, and you couldn't always rent something. Mm-hmm. And so like one of these cable stations, you know, uh got the rights to play some movie, but they still had to run ads, of course. Mm-hmm. But it's just like what year is it? Yeah, so it's like if you if you combine the uh the segments plus the ad times like that suicide squad had like that had to take like almost four hours to get through. <laughs> right. And it's probably the TV version. Cause wasn't that an R rated movie? Uh, yeah, probably. Yeah. And like, it felt like a clip show because I, I couldn't even, they were just showing shit. Cause I don't even remember Batman showing up and then all of a sudden Batman's there. Mm hmm. While we're, while we're waiting for this punk show to start, <laughs> just peeking over and seeing weird clips of Jared Leto Joker. Yep. Oh, my God. Yeah, the, the best thing I can remember being on TBS was uh, the Pete Holmes show. His his yeah. late night show that came on after Conan at like yeah. 1230 in the morning or whatever. Um, It was like a variety show slash sort of like a late night type thing but it was mostly variety stuff like bits and yeah. bits and whatnot it was it was good yeah i remember watching a lot of conan mm-hmm. like in high school yeah anyway God. we're we're still we're somehow still <laughs> doing this episode here um i don't know how we're that happened we're still in it we're still in it we should we should probably somehow we, we somehow made it to 2 hours again see i was going to suggest cuz you were um because you put in the notes, like I said earlier, like maybe some smart changes that we could make to the yeah. show. And I was thinking like I was thinking about the podcast I listen to and what which ones that I listen all the way through. And yeah. for most of them, it's 
the shows that are under an hour. <laughs> so I don't know. I'll just I'll just put us on two times speed. Okay. We'll we'll sound like chipmunks, but it'll be under an hour. There we go. That works. Yeah. Like some people actually um, listen to podcasts on accelerated speed. I, I couldn't do that. No, I couldn't. It would like melt my brain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, this this episode um, definitely was not on two times speed. Uh, no. <laughs> we no. should probably yeah. pop off we here. We have to cut and run. <laughs> yeah. All right. Thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate it, especially if you make it to the end. Oh, absolutely. I've got no fucking way of knowing if you do or not. Because mm-hmm. I know for sure my dad doesn't. Let me tell you. And he'll <laughs> tell me all about it. Uh as always, you can follow me everywhere. Uh, Twitter at Dead End Road. Uh, Facebook.com slash Dead End Road TV. Twitch.tv slash Dead End Road TV. Man, I was going to do some Resident Evil 2 streams, and then I got sick. Um, if I'm feeling better in the next couple days, you'll probably see some of those pop up. Uh, so check out the archives on YouTube. Do a search for Dead End Road TV. And as always, you can email us literally anything at video at deadendroad.co. Uh, check out some of the uh, Fred's First Adventure book and plush bundles over at publishing.denero.co. You know, it's kind of weird. Um, we talk about cults and shit and uh, weird TikTok things, and then I'm a children's book publisher. Yeah. <laughs> you ever think the audiences might not connect? Yeah, the plug at the end seems... Uh, <laughs> I know. <laughs> I mean, you might as well do it, but... I know, that's why. It's just like, yeah, why the fuck? Why the fuck not? Yeah. Uh, All right. Thanks for listening. We will see you next week.